Well, good morning. My name is Scott Young, and with me we have Sean Strubey, our Technical Services Manager. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. We are with Optrix Engineering, and this is another edition of the Optrix Insider. Today we have four topics to cover. The first one is Pulse Secure VPN has a fix, 21 nails in Exum, Colonial Pipeline is hit by a ransomware, and interestingly enough, the US declares an emergency regarding that. And then Signal tries to take out Instagram ads. So lots of interesting topics today. Sean, let's start with Pulse Secure VPN has a fix. Yeah, so Pulse Secure is an SSL VPN appliance. And over the last little while, they have had to uh, release a number of fi fixes. There's a number of articles out there that say, you know, at least five US federal agencies have been breached through a vulnerability in this Pulse Secure VPN. Uh, the advanced persistent threat actors are leveraging a authentication bypass technique and Pulse Secure zero day vulnerability that was uh, released by FireEye. And uh, the US CERT has released a couple of notices that A, uh, the exploitation continues and uh, how to figure out if your box, your Pulse Secure SSL VPN appliance has been used because it's quite interesting. They were uh, bypassing two-factor authentication and uh, changing the uh, security appliance to have a read-write hard drive so that the advanced persistent threat actors could actually install additional libraries on the appliance so that they could capture uh, credentials and do all sorts of nasty things. So now there is a uh, Pulse Secure has released a file integrity check utility. Okay, so that will make sure that you'll be able to protect yourself. And well, that is the fix, I guess, is what yep. you're saying. So uh, I, I came up with uh, five takeaways regarding this. Uh, one is IPsec versus SSL VPN. You would think that SSL VPN or SSL would be good because that's what the bank sites are using. And SSL is great for encrypting the data between point A and point B, between your browser and the, uh, in this case, uh, VPN appliance. But you can still make a connection and do other things where an IPsec VPN, harder to set up, definitely, but is an industry standard that you have to have the right client with the right certificate, with the right uh, authentication, with all of the things that make it harder to manage do make it much, much more secure. Uh, in this case, two-factor authentication was bypassed. So just because you have two-factor authentication doesn't mean that everything is protected. File integrity check, I like that idea, but this is a case of maybe closing the barn before the after the horse has left. Um, maybe we do, should have something like a file integrity check run on a regular basis on anything that is a security appliance. Make sure that everything is happy. So I've got a question for everybody that's been impacted by this Pulse Secure VPN exploit. They had to turn off or disable their VPN. So when everybody's working from home, what is your plan B? Mm -hmm. Good question. And the final one was as always, 
make sure you apply these vendor supplied patches. We're always talking about applying patches on desktops, but it's just as important in this case for uh, an SSL VPN appliance. And during the work from home era, you know, people might be a little hesitant. Well, I can't do anything on this VPN appliance because if something breaks, it's going to impact the entire organization. Also another good reason to have plan B, but make sure that the patches are applied promptly. What would be some good plan Bs that you'd recommend people look at? Have an alternative VPN solution like an IPsec VPN. Uh, there are lots of services. Now you are relying on a third party to do it, but uh, you can use a, something like TeamViewer where you can remote into a desktop. Now you do have to rely on TeamViewer to be up and, and uh, make sure that the, the credentials that you supply are not being abused. But So there are definitely alternatives for remote access. Sure. Yeah, I'm just thinking, I could, well, I could feel empathy, I guess you could say, is it's Monday morning, your VPN is down, you've got 30, 100, you pick the number of employees that are all saying, I can't access the my, my computer at work, what am I supposed to do? And the, the people up the food chain are looking to you to solve the problem. <laughs> and you're like, uh, that's a lot of pressure. So hopefully you can avoid that by making sure you have a plan B ahead of time. And sometimes I know being one of the few people that actually comes into our physical offices is if it's a single person who's down, sometimes it's just that the computer needs to be rebooted. And all I have to do is go over and reboot the computer. So it's a, it's a simple thing for me to do if I'm in the office, but uh, I can imagine if you have a whole office of people who can't work, that gets a little stressful. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. 21 nails in Exum. And I understand that Exum is a popular uh, email server. Yeah, popular open source mail server. There's Exum and there's SendMail. Uh, there's a few others, but uh, Qualysys has discovered 21 different vulnerabilities in this open source software that is popular. Uh, the reason I mention it is that, uh, again, requires that you do an update because these 21 different vulnerabilities, while not uh, you know, taking over the server by themselves, any single one, they can be chained together to obtain full remote unauthenticated code execution and root privilege. So basically the keys to the kingdom. Now, most people are using something online, Microsoft uh, Exchange Online, Exchange On-Prem or Google Online, but anybody who has a WordPress site, Exum is the mail server that's quite often installed on those, or if you've got a cPanel where you manage your uh, website, Exum quite often is the mail server behind it. A lot of NASs will have the ability to uh, become a mail server and it will be Exim that is behind the, that capability. So again, definitely want to make sure that you keep things like WordPress sites or NASs up to date. Yeah, it's one of those things that, that you could easily pass this one by. It's like, oh, I don't never heard of Exim. I've 
that using XM and like, oh, and yet you were, <laughs> but you just didn't know it because you do your email through cPanel or as you point out, WordPress. Mm -hmm. Any Anything more on that? No, just uh, try and find out if your you know, mail server does. I had to read the release notes on our WordPress site and it said, yep, we've updated XM to the uh, non-vulnerable patch version. Excellent, okay. Colonial Pipeline was recently hit by ransomware and the US declares an emergency regarding it. Yeah, so this is really only over the, uh, the weekend that this has happened. And the reason that it is uh, so interesting is that uh, Colonial as a pipeline is takes 100 million gallons a day. Gallons uh, or barrels? Uh, it says 100 million gallons okay. a day. And that equates to about 45% of the U.S.'s capacity. So it's a significant chunk. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, and this isn't crude oil. This is refined fuels between Houston, Texas, and the New York Harbor about 45% of the fuel needed in the East Coast. So this is, you know, regular gasoline, diesel, jet fuel, heating oil. They've been offline since May the 7th and they are working to remediate it, but because they are down and uh, this is a hundred million gallons a day of the fuels that are needed, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, the dark side ransomware gang that Reuters is uh, trying to attribute this. They're part of the new generation of ransomwares. They will uh, exfiltrate your data and then encrypt what you have. So they are going to try and both ransom the data and if you don't blackmail you because they have your data, but they're a good gang because they also make charitable donations. <laughs> And I bet you they plant trees too on your behalf. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> this uh, reminds us of the ever given Suez Canal blockade or blockage that, uh, you know, here's a effectively the same idea. This is a major resource that's required and it's required on a regular basis. There will be some capacity, some buffer, but if this continues, if this blockage this uh, ransomware stoppage continues for an extended period of time, what's going to happen? Uh, people are, they don't know. Some say that uh, shortages are imminent. You might not be able to get heating fuel for your house or your truck. Well, if that's going to disrupt shipping, that's a problem. Now there should be some capacity. Uh, while we're working from home, we're not uh, moving around as much. So the demand should be down, but we don't know. Just know that it was a ransomware attack. And so how do those happen? Well, primarily those come in via an email, a phishing attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to have a lot of uh, unforeseen trickle-down effects too down the line for holding back production and everything else associated with it. That, so that is no doubt a big mess. Never mind all the people who are counting on getting getting that fuel. 
And with the ransomware, and you mentioned that uh, it's usually comes in as a phishing email that somebody clicks. Of course, training your staff on what not to click is key here. And we have a couple options for you on that, mm -hmm. mainly know before and, and recently curricula. So if you are somebody who is interested in training your staff on what not to click, we'll leave some links below so that you can get uh, some free tests and, and uh, check it out. All right. And what's the, what is the saying? An ounce of prevention saves you a pound of pain or pound of cure? It's worth a pound of cure, yeah. Okay. Let's finish off with Signal tries to take out Instagram ads. Yes, I see lots of them. So people might not be aware of Signal, but they've probably run across WhatsApp. Signal is the technology behind end-to-end uh, -end encrypted uh, instant messaging. WhatsApp is just very good at doing it, but you can actually sign up for a Signal account as well. Well, Marlon, Marlon Spike, I forget how he says his name. Uh, they tried to actually get uh, very focused ads on Facebook and Instagram. So Instagram is now by Facebook. So, uh, you know, here's a, an example of it. Uh, you got this ad because you're a K-pop loving chemical engineer. This ad used your location to see that you're in Berlin and you've just had a new baby you've moved and you're really feeling those pregnancy exercises lately. That is so specific. Right? Here's a second one. You've got this ad because you're a teacher, but more importantly, you're a Leo and Signal. You're in Moscow. You like to support sketch comedy and this ad thinks that you do drag. <laughs> so it, it so the 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 thing here is that it'll display the ad for you but it'll also explain why no the the ad is exactly what i've been reading oh this is the ad that was going to be popping up on people on instagram you know instead of instead of using these to select an ad to display to you it's this is the information we have about you so here the campaign is more to show you that everything you're publishing to it, uh, social media is being used against you or is profiling you. That's right. Yeah. Most of the time what you would see is you just, you know, go, hmm, I was searching for something on Facebook or somebody on Facebook group mentioned something about, you know, tiles for my floor and all of a sudden I've got ads popping up about all of these different places that are local that have something to do with floor tiles well this is the technology behind why they get that placement in front of you unfortunately uh Facebook said no I'm not going to allow this sorry <laughs> yeah I think <laughs> I had the a while ago I, Sometimes you wonder if your phone listens to you because, or, or, or what happened because I remember I wanted to know who was in a specific movie I had just watched. And I know there's imdb.com or something along those lines, but I went into Google and I, I think I, I, I only typed the word who. That's it, W-H-O. And, and, and you know how it autofills? Mm -hmm. It actually auto-filled 
who it, who is in this movie or something it, it was so specific and random that how the uh, the uh, google auto search uh, auto selector auto suggestions work but uh, it was just like what something is not right here it's in my brain i can't know what i'm thinking anyways well it's interesting that signals kind of it's a, i guess it's a social experiment showing you how and why you get to be get this ads displayed yeah i think we all and i think we all know but this kind of it's in your face and it's very specific especially if it tries to predict things that you actually like and you're like oh i maybe i do i don't know interesting okay yeah that one was a little funny one yeah but it, it does have a serious underside in that we don't realize it that when we fill in all of these surveys and things, you know, hey, what kind of a person would you be? Or, you know, you know here's top 20 questions for, you know, have you ever done any of these? Give yourself points. And they take all of that information, mine it, make a profile on you, and then use that to get in your face with the things that you might possibly want. So I, I, I suppose in some respects, it's doing you a favor because it's only showing you stuff that you might be interested in. But uh, and it's up to you, obviously, if you buy or sign up for whatever it is. But uh, I guess we have to be very vigilant, kind of like Minority Report. I know it goes back to that where the ads were, they, I think, what, didn't they scan Tom Cruise's eye, eyeball so they could, yep. they could uh, figure out who he was? And they said, whoa, hello, Jack, or whatever his name was. You're looking good today. How about a new car? Yeah. <laughs> whatever it was. Interesting. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add there, Sean? That's it for today. Okay. Well, to review, thank you, Sean. Uh, we talked about a fix for the Pulse Secure VPN. We talked about uh, the vulnerab 21 vulnerabilities in Exum, which is an open source mail server. The impact of Colonial Pipeline that was recently hit, like, uh, I guess, over the weekend um, or recently by ransomware. And finally, the interesting things behind signal which is trying to take out instagram ads by showing you why you're getting that ad where right. the ad is the profile that you sh you're portraying i guess on instagram and facebook interesting lots of interesting stuff there thank you sean of course if you're find all the if you like today's episode and you'd like to share it we'd love that so please like share and subscribe smash that like button and leave a comment below always looking forward to those Thanks, Sean, and we will see you next time. Bye for now.